1: by Connor Daly, Connor Road America. It's one of the best tracks on the calendar, but also kind of difficult to set up. From a, do you worry about the long straights? You worry about cornering speed. How do you, how do you attack a track like this heading into the weekend?
2: I think the most interesting part about this track, though, as well, is just how old the surface is. Right? Yeah, and like I, I love the article that it was going to be repaved. That was my next question. It, yeah, because every corner that has been repaved or like has a new surface is my favorite corner because it's a, there's way more grip. Yeah. So it's um it's just interesting. It provides a lot of just differences when it comes to you know track surface grip in one corner compared to the other. You could be a hero in the last corner and then feel like an idiot in the first corner. Um, so it's it, it's tough, honestly, for that reason. And uh, you know the Reds are the the tire that kind of helps bring everything together a little bit because of the more grip that you get. Yep. Um, so you just got to make sure you're ready to, you're able to take advantage of that. That's that's kind of the main thing. After
1: a track like Detroit where the difference between the reds and blacks is like insane, we have an old service here. Is it kind of similar or, or much closer?
2: I don't know. I mean, I hope it's closer. <laughs> and I, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm sure Joseph Newgarden hopes it's closer too. Fair. But, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, the interesting thing about the way detroit worked out is like that's kind of i guess the point of having two separate compounds of tire right like it's a strategic advantage to some in some areas and then if you're willing to take the gamble and run them at the end you know then it's you know it's going to be tough but i kind of like the way that works out because again you you got two different strategies that ended up on the same fight for the win of the race in the last lap so it's kind of interesting how that works so I, i hope it's a little closer purely for driver comfort and happiness, but, uh, you know, we'll see.
1: The future of IndyCar, I heard, I don't know if it was you or if it was Alex and James the other day on their <laughs> show talking about kind of one thing you are excited about, the future of IndyCar, and maybe one thing you're worried about. What would your answer
2: to that be? Oof. I that, mean, there's that you're a, allowed to well, say. Well, there's a lot to be excited about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at the pure facts of, like, who we have in our racing series and, like, the quality of the racing, I think, is good. Um, could it be better? Yeah, for sure. But um, I do think, I, I mean, again, there, there's a lot of positivity. There's a lot of goodness. And it's a series that I love. And I'm a, I am was a fan first, right? So like, I want to see it succeed more than anyone else. But, like, there's a lot that we, that we still need. And I think we see it right out the gate when – we have our race on USA, right? Like, it's, it's it's like, USA, like, it's not a problem with where it is, it's just who knows about it, right. you know what I mean? And I think we just, we know that everyone's going to watch NASCAR no matter what network it's on. How do we get half of that viewership? How do we, because, like, for sure there are people that watch both. Like, it is, that that yeah. happens. But I just, like, I, I, I just don't know, there, there just has to be a concentrated effort to, like, just... It can't be just the drivers and teams tweeting, "Hey, please watch on USA," because yeah. all the people that follow us are going to watch the race anyway. Right. <laughs> so, you did a great job, yeah, <laughs> so we're you know we're going to keep trying to do that, but uh, but yeah, we just have to get to that you know that casual race fan that's at home that's like, if we knew a race was on, we'll probably watch right. it. You know what I mean? Fair.
3: And then we're, some drivers have voiced their displeasure with the repeated delays of chassis and engines and whatnot. Where do you kind of stand on that as the future unfolds?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I guess you can only really – I don't. I mean, I would love a new car and engine, right? Like, it would be awesome. And I think we have enough cars and we have enough teams in this series to where, like, they're going to buy them, right? <laughs> you have yeah, to if right. you're going to keep racing. You know what I mean, I know it's expensive, but, like, you know, the, the new Cub car, I think, did a lot for them. I think that's really interesting. It's made me interested. I'm a race fan. I'm like, oh, that's cool that they have to do a few different things now. I mean, obviously, you know – they're just now getting to sequential gearboxes which is something we had 40 years ago but it is but it is interesting and so I you know but there's a lot that we could do and I, I wish that we could get to that new car purely because I would like to see what it does for all the drivers like right I think I think every every version of this car you've seen certain people like it more than others yeah. and like it less than others so there's like that would be interesting like right. who, who really like succeeds immediately with that with a new chassis with a new whatever it is Awesome, man. Well, good luck this weekend. Thank you.
1: Next up is Tatiana Calderon. Yes. You, you raced here a handful of years ago in, was it Star Mazda back then? So does that experience help at all heading into this weekend?
4: I could only remember that I liked the track and <laughs> okay. the carousel. Uh, so
1: so kind of, but like not so much. Yeah, no, yeah. I had
4: to, to do a lot of video, like watch a lot of video, do a little bit of thing work because I couldn't really remember much of the track. So um, it's going to be another new experience, I think.
1: After Detroit, which was you know probably one of the more physical races on the calendar, you're at a track now that's... It's long but less bumpy is it do you approach it any differently from a training standpoint heading into the weekend
4: yeah, obviously I think it's good that we went in the car uh, like in Detroit yeah. like you said you know you you need that fitness uh, from driving the car more than anything else yeah. so I'm, I'm quite happy I survived that test and then you know talking to other people they say it's a bit of a less physical track here yeah. um, more flowing. Um, more kind of what I'm used to so I'm, I'm happy to be back in a permanent circuit
1: So in your sim runs, does this compare to any European track that you've been on style-wise?
4: It, it reminded me of Spa Francochamps, you okay. know, like on the back straight yeah. with all the trees yeah. and uh, a little bit of elevation changes, so I think you also need kind of a flow around here and uh, it reminded me of it Uh, So,
3: what has been your favorite part
4: about joining the IndyCar
3: Series this year?
4: Well, I I just love the the whole concept of um, how, you know, the driver can... dictate a little bit what he wants to do and it's not everything about what the simulation tells you and people telling you what to say what to do um, so I kind of like that freedom um, I kind of like the balance of having street circuits and uh, road courses and I'm not doing the ovals but still like I think it requires uh, your style to change so quickly from one weekend to the other that those kind of challenges I, I, I enjoy a lot
1: after seeing texas seeing the indy 500 and i'm sure you'll probably be at the track and you know the the remaining ovals has that changed your opinion at all about potentially racing on an oval in the future
4: yeah i mean certainly you know i think indy 500 is so special that um it was i was like i want to be in the car there you know (laughs) so i i think definitely when you see some of the crashes as well and uh how safe everything is these days, how much, like, the medical care of in the car, like, just the tests before the race. Everything is just, you know, for... Um, my family and everything—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's nice to see that it's a little peace of mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, I'll—I'll I'll get a, a run at some point to to um, experience an oval on an Indy car, and, and I definitely want to be in Indy five hundred. Hopefully.
1: So, you've probably gotten a lot of advice from a lot of different people this year. Is there one person or a particular piece of advice that kind of sticks in your mind every race weekend?
4: Well, I think. You know, they, they told me it's a, it's a tough series. You just got to keep chipping away, uh, complete all the laps. And sometimes, you know, like Detroit, for me, the, the race is like a practice because we had, like, so many red flags during practice. So, um, yeah, just keep doing my thing, and hopefully we can show the progress.
1: Awesome. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Rina bk I know you love racing here ever since you were in rodendi with Paps. What is about Ro- uh, Road America that you love so much?
5: Uh, it's the, the high speed of the track, yeah. uh, and it's it's very old school. Uh, the corners, you know, every corner is a little different, and it's this kind of feeling like you're driving in a forest, you know, yeah. with all those trees around you. Make it even more feeling more like way faster. So uh, I love it a lot, and of course you you have this town Alkard Lake just around it, and. I uh, just love the atmosphere there.
1: Are you a Spotted Cow fan? I
5: don't drink beer, but I've I've heard a lot about it. Okay. So uh, all right, fair enough. The team is enjoying the Spotted Cow, too. That's all that matters. Yeah.
1: Will you buy everybody a Spotted Cow if you win?
5: I will get every spot of the cow for them, <laughs> yes.
1: All right, so I've been been asking this question. This track, you know, you've got some long straights, high speed, but also, you know, a tight, windy section in the middle. How do you set up your car to maximize a qualifying lap around here
5: um well it's a very specific setup yeah it's, it's hard to get right but uh, i think the biggest the biggest things you gotta you gotta maximize is the carousel. that's really an indicator on how how much dairy, downforce you have to run if it's too sketchy you know you gotta add downforce so that's that's the corner where you can gain or lose a lot of the time
3: to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
5: So um, it's a tough track, and I think it's also much of a driver's track. You know? yeah. if, if you can you can just wheel the car around so like in a good way, you're going to be fast here. After missing last year, how how happy are you to be back and healthy and ready to go for this race? I'm very happy to be back. Uh, I actually went for a few runs instead of rides last week, <laughs> just just to make sure I wasn't gonna injure myself yeah. again. Uh, probably not, but you know. Uh, Don't want to do it. It's in my head, so yeah. um, just want to make sure I drive here. So. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited to drive here. I actually got a helmet made last year for this race, especially yeah. that I'm using this weekend. Okay. And it's been at Direct Supply sponsors, like at the CEO's house for a year, and now I'm running it. So well,
3: uh, we got the we got the famous Oliver Askew riding a bike quote. So uh, yeah, hopefully it's like riding a bike
5: here. Maybe oh, getting back here is just like riding a bike. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. You have the Indy 500, then you have Detroit. Now you have this weekend. Are you looking forward to a couple weeks off before Mid Ohio, or is you just, are you just in a zone now you don't even notice it?
5: I'm looking forward to have a few weeks <laughs> off, and like there's also so much stress from driving and yeah. the results haven't been great last few races. So I just had actually last night my first actual good sleep in a month. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Well, good luck this weekend, man. Yeah. Thank you pato award welcome to road america i know last year wasn't the best weekend for you here are you feeling more positive heading into road america in 2022 versus years past
0: uh feeling positive because we're arriving with something that wasn't last year's car (laughs) because you know it gives us some sense of hope that it's going to be better because i think there was no way of going much better with what we had last year so i 'm um, excited man I, I I like I like driving around this place it 's not my favorite yeah. never has been but i I enjoy this place I, I like it and uh, it 's just it 's a very big penalty when you don 't have a, a strong race car here and I think you know, we, we just haven 't had that in the past we We had it in two thousand and twenty don 't ask me why and how because I have no idea how from one year to another it can just go upside down but Um, yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see what we've got this year
1: what makes this track challenging is it the speed is it the carousel in the back what Um, the the track surface
0: man it's just so long yeah Uh, it's hard to get into a flow here because there's so many straightaways Um, I like being busy and like short tracks yeah uh, which is probably why it's not my all time top favorite right um, but it's a cool historic classic racetrack. Um, it's one that I think a lot of drivers enjoy, uh, including myself. Just it's definitely not a place you enjoy whenever you're you really have a knife up to your up to your chin whenever you're driving around the carousel and stuff like that. So um, it's important to have a nice and comfy race car here because if not, then it's 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 a real pain.
1: You've got an extra half hour practice today to mess with. Are you? looking forward to that not looking forward to it I've heard a, a lot of mixed reviews so far
5: um,
0: you know I, I love track time Yeah, the issue is we don't have enough tires to do that um, so that extra time is it's just worthless sometimes because you just you gotta wait you gotta wait for rubber to get down because if you spend your tires uh, the one set that you have uh, where I guess in practice one here we're going to have two Because there's apparently a new rule That you got to use reds on practice one We've got two sets um, But for a session that's over an hour I say there's still going to be 30 minutes of that or they aren't going to get used So it really doesn't make a difference That we have more time We need more tires before we, we need more time
1: Are you uh, Last question Are you excited about the repave Or does it make much of a difference
0: They repaved it?
1: They're about to at the end of this year
0: they are yes wow that's that i think that'd be mega man I, i i love i love the the new pavement in barber so i think it's just gonna make it faster we love faster more grip let's go
1: awesome good luck
0: thanks
3: hi listeners we wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from evergreen podcasts and sound talent media called pit lane parlay